This is the Sound of Foghorn Podcast. Fiala intercepts again, trying to find the handle on it. He does. He scores! What a play by Fiala! Your number one podcast for the Minnesota Wild. Now I'm proud to select with the ninth pick in the 2020 draft from the Ottawa 67s of the OHL, Marco Rossi. Covering their prospects, the NHL, AHL, news, advanced stats, and Rossi much more. fights off an Anna's check. Sends it back to Kulikov. Cuts to the middle. Hands to Beckman. He scores! What a throws to work for the Wild. Centers one. Eriksson Ek with a shot. He scores! Jewel Eriksson Ek. He's the hero. Poked away Kaprizov. In for a chance to win it. He scores! Kirill the thrill is for real. And now, here are your hosts. Brett Marshall, Zeke Boyat, and Justin Bach. Hello and welcome in to Sound the Foghorn. Brett Marshall joined today just by Justin Baki, our friend Zeke, feeling a little bit under the weather, but uh, we are lucky enough to have kind of our uh, our, our soon-to-be kind of fourth in a way co-host, uh, Sam Uren, joining us today. Sam is a member of both the Minnesota Wild and the Minnesota Whitecaps. We'll have her explain in what capacity in a little bit here, but let's get over to Justin first, man. How you doing on this fine Wednesday evening? I'm tired, but I'm really well. Uh, we closed on our house yesterday, worked today all day, and just kind of got a busy work week, but uh, it's a good kind of busy. And just excited to get to know Sam here on this episode here. Yeah, I feel the same way and kind of like the good kind of busy. I feel like I've basically been go, go, go for like the last like five yeah. days, and it's not getting any slower. I My, my brother is getting married on Saturday, so I have wedding stuff. I got to oh, nice. get my tux and all that stuff tomorrow, and I'm for whatever reason, I, I decided it's going to be a good idea to go out on Friday for Halloween with friends and then do a wedding the next yeah. day. So uh, it, it's going to be crazy, but I'm looking forward to it, but really looking forward to our, to our show with Sam. So Sam, let's just bring you in right away. Have you introduce yourself, maybe just give us a, a, a like your, your official titles with each of uh, the Minnesota Whitecaps and the Minnesota Wild, and then we'll uh, get to know you a little bit better. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, so with the Minnesota Whitecaps, I am the assistant general manager. Uh, this will be my third season with the team. Um, and then with the Minnesota Wild, I just started a uh, beginning of October, and I'm the social media associate. So you work pretty close with our good friend Erin. Yep, yeah, she's she's my boss, and I've known her for a little bit of time now with uh, working with the Whitecaps and doing social media there. Um, so it's kind of, it's a different role knowing her as a boss, but it's kind of fun too. Yeah, for sure. And, and how is that dynamic kind of funny? You go from, all right, I'm the second in command for the white caps basically to, all right, now I'm the social media associate for, for the wild. Yeah, it's definitely a, a weird transition. I think, you know, I work with a lot of the guys at the wild, um, you know, a little higher up in the organization, community relations, that sort of thing through my job and my role at the white caps. So to know them, as sort of like I'm starting out and working my way up through the Wilds organization. It, it's kind of a, a nice learning experience and getting to know a different role and, and how that organization works and a different structure. And um, so far it's been great. 
Well, that's great to hear. And, and we'll dive a little bit more into kind of those roles and how they all came to be. But let's just start with the question we kind of ask all of our guests. Um, it's just how did hockey kind of find you? Take us through like your journey into becoming a fan and, and just wanting to get involved and, and, you know, falling in love with hockey in the way so many Minnesotans do. Yeah, I mean, you said it's Minnesota state of hockey, right? But uh, I've always been a sports fan growing up. Um, I was really big baseball, softball. I played um, all the way through high school. I I played one summer with the United States softball team too. So baseball and softball has always been like kind of my forte. But I think, you know, around eight or nine, I started having a bunch of friends in school that were playing in in the hockey team, uh, you know, mites and that sort of stuff and kind of just – took hold and you know started watching the wild and really got into it and then I don't know just kind of kind of stuck I always like to ask was there like because for me it was it was definitely Miko Koivu was there a player that kind of like sucked you in or a player that like you all like when you started watching the wild you continued to watch because of like a certain player yeah I think I mean Miko has been you know just overall I think for especially you know kids my age you know 23 and around that time growing up with him, but, uh, you know, Nino Niederreiter is another one that I've, you know, followed. Yep. Yeah. I see the Jersey there. (laughs) Um, and then, you know, you get into, you get into like the, the later, you know, 2010s era, you know, Charlie Coyle and obviously Zach Greasy is huge. Ryan Suter is huge, but you you can name pretty much any guy on the roster. And I've been a fan for a long time. Yeah. It's, it's hard not to be. So, after high school, you go to the U, and I, I read the bio that you have on your website, and it, it sounds like you kind of created your own program, basically. Tell us a little bit about that and, and you know how you ended up at the U and then ended up taking this really like unique uh, program through, through the U of M. Yeah, so when I started at the U, my intent was to be a, a film major. Um, I wanted to do film production, um, you know, movies and directing and editing and all that sort of stuff, but the use programs for that are more film theory and I wanted a more hands-on experience. So, you know, in talking with my advisor, we considered, you know, a couple of different, do I want to do this type of degree? Do I want to do that? And, um, you know, the, the advisors at the U are great and they pointed me to this uh, program that they have through the college of liberal arts at the U that is a bachelor of individualized study. Um, so essentially what you do is you take three areas of concentration or three majors and you split it, down and figure out exactly what uh, classes you want to take. You know, do you want to focus more on this side of film or do you want to focus on this side of writing? And uh, the three areas I knew that I wanted to do were film production, creative writing. Those two kind of go hand in hand. And then for the third one, I kind of thought, you know, what else am I interested in? What do I really like? And it's sort of like advertising. So I went the strategic communications route and um, yeah, Bachelor of Individualized Study. I, I highly recommend it. It's kind of a unknown program at the U, but you know, I had a great experience with it, and it, it definitely is a lot of work, but um, you know, very worth it in my experience because I got to tailor my education to exactly how I wanted it, and got the degree and the classes and the experience that I wanted. Very cool, Justin. Feel free to hop in anytime if, if all right, yeah, if something pops up. Uh, I was just kind of curious how how maybe going through that led you to, I don't know, maybe become the assistant GM of the Whitecaps and kind of what you do with the wild. Has that tied into what you do or did these things just kind of follow you by luck or 
I, I don't know how to say it, but uh, just how, how these positions fell to you, yeah. Yeah, I think, so I graduated from U in December of 2019. So right before the pandemic, I kind of missed out on that last semester, which I'm very thankful for. But, you know, when I graduated, I was looking for jobs um, that allowed me to use that film and creative, you know, degree that I just worked so hard to get and create. And, um, you know, one of the things that's not very prominent in Minnesota as a film industry. You know, we don't really shoot a lot of movies here unless you're talking like Mighty Ducks or that sort of thing. But yeah. um, movies. Oh, yeah. So great. And uh, just a side tangent, one of the, the white caps, uh, Brooke White, she was actually the stunt double in one of the Mighty Duck movies. So, right. yeah, if you watch them, you know, the girl skating on the ice, that's actually Brooke. Um, so a little fun fact for you there. But that's a super fun um, fact. Yeah, super cool, and you know I like to give her give her a hard time about it sometimes, but <laughs> she she loves it. She's Brooke is the best. But uh, you know when it when it came to school and graduating and figuring out what I wanted to do next, it was what made the most sense for me in my time, like where I was financially and graduating and all that stuff. Um, you know, social media just kind of was very prominent, and I knew a couple people that were in this industry and and wanted to get. A little bit more into it myself and so I reached out to you know I applied with a bunch of the different local teams you know twins Minnesota United all the rest okay. um, and eventually got an internship with the Whitecaps doing social media um, so my first year which was 2019-2020 uh, uh, I did social media for the team and I was an intern and then the next year was obviously the pandemic so 20 to 21 um, and I sort of took on a little bit of a bigger role there doing uh, kind of overall doing like director of marketing and communication. So that was my next role and just really taking over and, you know, deciding the direction of the brand and how we wanted to per perceive, be perceived on social media and, um, you know, what we were doing with our players and all that sort of stuff. And then did you have any hand in making those freaking awesome jerseys? Uh, no, that oh. would be the work of our awesome, awesome, awesome designer, Ksenia. She is one of the best I've ever worked with. She's so cool and so great. And, um, you know, she obviously, you know, gave them to me and said, you know, what do you think? And I, hands down, I was like, these are the coolest jerseys I've ever seen in my mm -hmm. life. The white ones Knocked with it the waves at the bottom are so cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're my favorite by far. Um, but then when it came to this season, it was sort of just – you know, another opportunity for more responsibility and, and taking on more and more. And, um, you know, lo and behold, now I'm the assistant GM and it's it's been great. I really appreciate, you know, everything that the Whitecaps have offered me and allowed me to, you know, grow and do and um, find my path in this industry. So as an AGM in the, what is now, the, what are they rebranded to the NWHL? Now they're the P, it's the P something, right? The PHF, yeah, PHF. Premier Hockey Federation. Right. So as an AGM in, in the PHF, what do your kind of like day-to-day, -day, if even is day-to-day, -day, I'm sure it varies all the time, but like what do the responsibilities kind of look like for you now as you've, you know, continued to kind of climb the ladder here? Yeah, so uh, Jack Brot is our, our general manager and he kind of handles more of the players' um, operation hockey ops kind of deal. Um, you know, deciding scouting and, and who to sign and all that sort of stuff. And I let him do that. He's excellent at it. And I handle all the business operations. So that's, you know, our sponsorship deals and our social media, you know, 
where we're at there and um, anything that we're doing in the community and ticket sales and, you know, specialty nights and anything related to the operations of the team on the business side, I handle and then everything hockey related, it's all Jack. Awesome. What would you say has been something that you've learned or like the favorite thing you've done since kind of becoming an AGM or something that you've really taken away so far? Um, I mean, I think for my time as AGM, one of the, the coolest things that I've been able to do so far is just really grow what we're doing within the community and, and planning, you know, this upcoming season, we've got certain specialty nights and, you know, working with some really amazing people that, you know, hopefully I'll, we'll be sharing that soon from the Whitecaps. And, um, you know, I think just seeing that hard work pay off and, and fans coming to the stands and being back in our rank and, uh, you know, seeing all the, the joy that, you know, our team can bring to them for a couple hours out of the day is all the reward that I could ever ask for. Um, in my time with the Whitecaps as a whole, one of the things that I, I really enjoy doing is working with the other pro teams in the area on the one Minnesota campaign. I'm sure you guys are familiar and I've yeah, seen I love it. it's so you know, cool. some of that. Yeah. So that was, that's been some of my favorite times is when you get to collaborate and work with, you know, your colleagues across the industry and get to know people that I would never otherwise meet, you know, with the Vikings or the twins or Minnesota United. And obviously it's kind of how it, it led into knowing Aaron uh, with the wild a little bit more than, you know, some of the other, the other teams. And obviously that led to the opportunity that I have now with the wild, which is awesome. All right. Let, yeah. Let's oh, yeah. Justin, go ahead. I would say kind of switching gears um, in my head. When I was growing up, it, it seemed like girls, a lot of girls didn't play hockey. Like I remember Man and Remo playing in the NHL for Tampa, and then I played with a couple growing up. And, and as I've gotten older, I've seen it get more popular, more popular. See more girls joining, more girl leagues. Like my daughter's almost three, learning to skate. Like at these games, do you see? I mean, even for boys, are these how big a role model are these uh, ladies for like? the girls just getting into hockey or like in hockey, you know? Oh, huge. I think, yeah, it's huge. I mean, a lot of our athletes are coaching uh, during the week and they, you know, they're coaching up in Roseville or down in Bloomington or Burnsville or wherever they, wherever they have, you know, the Mm -hmm. the opportunity to coach and be involved. They're doing that and they're on the ice and it's really fun to see, you know, the players that they're coaching during the week come to our games on the weekend and you know, see it in the signs like, Oh, that's, that's my goalie coach or, yeah. Oh, that I, I know her. That's, that's Audra. I've, she's been my coach for so long or we'll see it on, you know, our social media or our TikTok. We've had comments of like, Hey, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's my coach. <laughs> that's so weird. Like what's she doing on my TikTok page? But you know, I, it's so cool to just see that impact. And it's not just, it's not just like the youth and the girls players, but we'll see, you know, tons of the boys that have, you know, our, our jerseys on and, and know our, our players as coaches, or even as you get a little bit older and you have, you know, the middle school, high school age girls and, you know, some of the gophers even will come to our games or know, uh-huh. um, obviously some of them have played with some of our players and I think it all just kind of adds up and it's really cool to see the growth year over year. Um, from when I started to where we are now, you know, this season growing even further and 
last year expanding to Toronto and this year being on ESPN plus, like it's, it's all huge. And the growth is just so cool to be a part of and and to see. Yeah. I mean, it's really awesome to see. I always kind of wondered growing up why there wasn't like a a pro women's league or the PHF now. It's just awesome to see the game grow and give say like my daughter, the same opportunity as my son. It's just awesome to see. Yeah, it's, I think one of the, you know, another cool thing is for social media, we've done, you know, bits where we'll ask our players, like, who's your favorite hockey player growing up? And, you know, they're naming all the greats from the NHL, but we'll see, you know, youth players now that are, you know, who's your favorite hockey player? And they're saying, oh, it's Allie Thunstrom. And it's Uh like that just, I I don't know how Allie feels about it, but me just being a bystander, I think it's so cool. And it, it gives me chills sometimes of just like, wow. You know, even last year being on NBC Sports, it just, Mm -hmm. I knew the impact of it from being a fan and growing up and, you know, watching hockey and wanting to, you know, kind of be a a woman in sports and seeing that now come to fruition for these girls to have, you know, professional athletes to look up to that they can grow up and play professional hockey. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, one more thing. I I just, the games are fun as heck to watch. I'd watch the, the game where they won the championship uh was it like three years ago the first year yep. that was probably one of the best games i'd seen it just i it it was just a, a really good game i can't remember who they played but uh yeah that, that was very entertaining and awesome to see oh yeah i think you know one thing that maybe people don't know about is you know even though the rules are different they're not technically as physical or not allowed to be as physical as the nhl the games are very physical and oh, we yeah. have, you know, they'll oh, be yeah. pushing, pushing everyone Definitely. up against the boards. And I think, I don't want to say who, but I'm pretty sure at one point a couple years ago, I saw a punch being thrown. So, <laughs> you know, it gets pretty intense and there's a lot of heated rivalries going on of, you know, obviously uh, the white caps with Boston now having played them in the yeah. final and supposed to play them a couple years ago. And I think that's always just going to be a, a good rivalry going and, You've got the the Metropolitan Riveters that are always a very gritty team and like to kind of stick their nose in places and push hard, and it's so fun. So I think, you know, just the physical aspect, even though technically it's not there, it is there, and it's you got to just watch it to to really see how quick and fun and fast this game is. Right. So obviously a, a big thing that makes, you know, professional women's sports a lot different than men's professional sports is a lot of these athletes also have like day jobs like you said they're 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 coaching youth teams and other things how do how does that differ you know from creating that stronger you know that that team element where you know players are always practice you know nhl players are practicing together all the time they're on the road they're doing road trips team trips how how do you guys work around you know these busy schedules of these people who are living everyday lives like you and me in addition to being professional athletes yeah, that's a good question. I think, you know, one benefit that we have at uh, at the Whitecaps is a lot of our athletes have been playing together for so long. The Whitecaps have been around since, you know, 2003, 2004. So, you know, some of them have been playing on the team together for 10 years, 9, 10 years almost. And uh, that really just kind of builds this, like, family structure. And, you know, once you're a Whitecap, you're always a Whitecap and you're always welcome here. Or you're always uh, going to be a part of this family. And I think, you know, the, the team will sit down and they'll, they'll tell you that that's one thing that's super important to them is really making sure that they're a part of each other's lives, not just, 
you know, on the ice, but they really feel like they have each other's backs off the ice as well. And I don't know if any of you follow them on social media, but there's been so many weddings this summer of they're all like last weekend, I think even they were all at one player's wedding. So, you know, it's, it's really cool and it's really fun to be a part of just like this big family that, you know, even though they all have, you know, their teachers or uh, they are, you know, working in sales or working for big companies or traveling on their own for their own jobs, they still find a way to, to be a family. And that, that's something that just, I, I didn't expect with, you know, a team where they're athletes at night essentially, and then they have their day jobs and, you would think that they're too busy to have that time for each other, but it's really a priority here, and I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. You know, a, a day job, families, you know, significant others, kids, and to still be able to do all that, I I can't even imagine. I mean, I have a, I have you know this your typical eight to four, nine to five job, and I sometimes wonder like, oh, what? How am I going to get you know this thing done tonight? And to be a professional athlete on top, of, I I just can't even imagine. It, it's so impressive oh, and so yeah. admirable. Yeah, very. It's very cool, and I think it's just it just speaks to the strength and you know, athleticism and dedication that these women have to really grow the game and you know want the best for the youth players and you know some of them have their own kids and they'll bring their kids to practice and I'll sit down with them and talk to them about you know oh well what do you what do you see about this or like do you like watching this and it's it's just so fun to be a part of. Yeah, speaking of growing the game, do you see more teams joining the PHF and then that continuing to expand? Yeah, I think that's the overall goal, you know, of, of the league in general or the federation in general is we want to continue to see that growth year over year. And I don't know what they have planned at the federation level of, you know, how fast they want to expand, but I would love to see, you know, more teams join the fold and give these women more opportunity to play. Awesome. So let's pivot a little bit. We'll, we'll we'll circle back to the Whitecaps here in a little bit. So as you as you alluded to earlier, and kind of at the top of the show as well, um, you know, be, being with the Whitecaps and working with their social media, kind of you started off, led you to create a relationship with Aaron Lowry, who we had on this show last year, um, who is these you know the digital and social media admin, as we like to call her, uh, for the Wild. And she added uh, you, and then I believe another individual as well, kind of to that social team. So. Tell us how that kind of came to be and kind of what that role is now with the Minnesota Wild as well, in addition to the Whitecaps. Yeah, so as you said, and as I said, you know, Aaron and I have known each other for a little bit of time, and um, she had reached out to me just asking, you know, do you know anyone or would I'm looking for this kind of help on the social media side. Do you know anyone that could be a good fit? And I said, Actually, I think I would like it. I, I think that I could be a good fit, and I would really like to kind of learn and grow I in that way. Someone. And yeah, I know, I know someone, and uh, you know, it. The rest is kind of history, as they say. But you know, it just worked out where they were looking for someone. Uh, ultimately, two people. Um, Brandon is the other guy that stepped in, and he's great too. And um, you know, we both are social media associates, so we'll. Uh, we're covering games and, and helping Aaron there when we can. And we're doing, you know, different projects that we have, um, you know, regarding Whitecap social or wild socials and assisting with, um, you know, I've got covering, like making sure the wild are supporting the Whitecaps when, when they can and that sort of thing. So we've got different projects that we're working on. And, um, you know, in general, it's it's been kind of fun to just see a different side of, 
it's a bigger league. It's a bigger team. It's a bigger organization. And Absolutely. Um, it's, it's interesting to see the difference between, you know, where I am or where I was with the Whitecaps doing socials and where I'm, I am now with the Wild. So I know you've only been kind of doing this for a short amount of time, but can you give us some insight into, you know, some of the things that you've done or, you know, maybe if there's a, a post that you've done that did really well or something like things that you've done kind of in your tenure so far? Um, I think, you know, my very first day we was right when the, the little hash flags were back on Twitter. So, um, Aaron things. said, you know, Sam, do you want to go ahead and tweet? Uh, yeah, sure. So I, I just tweeted out, you know, hashtag MN wild and saw the little hash flag pop up and it was a simple tweet, but it was still really like exhilarating to, man, I just sent a tweet from the Minnesota wild account. And yeah, right. That's just so cool to even say or, or think that I'm able to do. And, um, you know, we've got a lot of cool things in the works that, you know, hopefully will perform well, but in general, I think some of my favorite things are just being able to live tweet games and being a part of that and, you know, covering, Absolutely. you know, getting soccer videos or whatever, you know, the bits are that Aaron's been so good about, you know, cultivating and yeah. growing over the past couple of years. Yeah. And, and we had her on, we, we, we talked a lot about how, when she kind of came in um, for Caitlin about just how she came in and just kind of just changed the tone, um, you know, being kind of this like, I don't know if dry as it were, but very like professional, like, yep, this is a professional sports team. And Aaron came in, really gave it character. I mean, I think it really started, we, we talked about just that, that first game with Kaprizov and the fans being angry at the beginning of the game and, you know, you owe us an apology and fainting when Kaprizov scored the game winner. And like ever since, I think you've just seen, like the wild Twitter community as a whole just really like rally behind the account. It's like, hey, if you make fun of the wild Twitter account, you're making fun of the admin, and we love the admin, and it's just like this army of people behind the wild Twitter account, which I think has been really really cool to kind of see, you know, the way the brand itself has kind of you know developed its social media presence over the last year, year and a half. Oh yeah, for sure. I think you know that was something that I had talked about when I spoke initially with Aaron uh, on the position, and one thing that I really liked and wanted to maybe help continued to do was push that you know that boundary or that line a little bit younger and more fresh and get things a little bit more current especially when you think about you know wild twitter that is you know a very strong community and you know twitter is a black hole of wild like the wild west of you know the internet but yep. it's it's a good time and <laughs> yeah so getting getting to be a part of that and helping grow that brand and you know kind of making it a little bit more fresh, a little bit more fun. It, it's, I didn't expect to be a part of it. And it's just so cool to even think that I have a, a minuscule say in what goes on there. Yeah. Really cool. Justin, anything, anything to, to build on that at all? Oh man. I, I, I mean, I, doing the social media site for both sides, do you see a lot of similarities on, on like how the teams do things? Like maybe how they, warm up before games or interact before games like soccer ball you see the wild videos do that like do the white caps do similar things that the wild do like pregame yeah i think there are some similarities um you know hockey players have their traditions and their superstitions and uh or their non-superstitions that are superstitions <laughs> <Right>. but <laughs> yeah um you know it's been kind of interesting i think now once the white caps start their season I'll, I'll get a little bit more back into the swing of it there and hopefully be able to bring, you know, some things that we're doing with the Whitecaps over to the wild and vice versa. You know, this works well with the wild and we've seen it, 
have great success, you know, during a game or pregame or whatever. And maybe we can bring some of that to, to the PHF and to the Whitecaps. Um, but yeah, that's definitely been, you know, top of mind as of late of, you know, how can I take bits and pieces from both and, you know, build off of each other. Right. Definitely. So you've got kind of one more mini role that you're going to be adding to your resume um, w- with us here. So here's the official announcement. Um, beginning, once the Whitecaps begin their season, Sam will be, we haven't decided if it's going to be weekly or bi-weekly yet, um, but Sam will be coming on to do to be do our new uh, weekly Whitecaps segment where she'll come in, give us an update on what happened with the Whitecaps, what, what's exciting to look up for, you know, if there's trades or a big win or something. She'll come in, recap that. We really wanted to expand into that Whitecaps coverage because, as you mentioned, I mean, that game's growing so quick, and we want to you know do whatever we can to help continue to to help grow that side of the game. Justin, as he mentioned, he's got you know a daughter in hockey, so we figured this is a great fit. So Sam will be kind of our fourth guest host in a way, make, making weekly appearances, and maybe we'll have her stick around and talk some wild every now and again too. So we're happy to have you kind of join our team in a way as well. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So thank you for the opportunity, and thanks for having me and. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. Absolutely. So l- let's kind of do our first like inaugural, uh, you know, w- weekly Whitecaps. The Whitecaps are gearing up for their season. You said you're basically at the practice facility right now. Um, they're on the ice right now, right? Practicing. Yep. Yeah. They're they're yeah. practicing right now. So just kind of give us like a high level season preview, kind of you know what the season looks like. Who are some you know some players you want to watch? Maybe when is that? you know, first big rivalry game or series with, with Boston is what can fans look forward to, or maybe people who don't, you know, haven't watched a Whitecaps game before, how they can watch that and, and kind of get in and, and follow the team this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, so our, our season actually starts November 5th, uh, or November 6th. So next weekend we're looking at, you know, our first game already for the season and, uh, we'll be headed to Boston and starting the season off right away in Boston, kind of getting that renewal of the rivalry and a rematch of the uh, last year's Isabel Cup final. And, um, you know, we've had one player from the Whitecaps now head over to Boston and be a part of that team. Yeah, and a, a Amanda Boulier. familiar with both organizations. <laughs> yes. And, and then we've got, you know, Taylor Turnquist come. Uh, she is now from Boston over to, to us this season. So, just kind of did a little bit of a, a one for one there almost, but uh, yeah, that'll be really good. And, and I think, you know, the team is really looking forward to just hitting the, hitting the ice again. And um, you know, we're hungry and, you know, we want to bring the cup back to Minnesota. And I think they feel a little bit like, you know, we have some rede- re- redemption to achieve or revenge to seek or however they want to put it in the locker room. Uh, fans just need to know that the Whitecaps are coming for the cup. Heck yeah. So who, yeah, who are some players that we need to watch? You know, who who's the Kirill Kaprizov of, of the Whitecaps? Kind of the, the star, the fan favorite, the person that's going to get everyone on their feet and on the edge of their seat every night. Yeah, I think, you know, right off the bat, I would say Allie Thunstrom. She is super fast, super good, and you really don't want to face her on a breakaway. Um, you know, if you watch any highlights, she's always the the one, you know, that – um, you know, a couple years ago, Boston was undefeated and uh, Minnesota ended up beating them. And Allie was the one that kind of helped make that happen. And uh, so she's definitely the one that I would say is probably the biggest fan favorite. Um, you know, 
we've got a, a couple unannounced players that I will Ooh. save until, uh, you know, that drops and maybe talk on them, you know, the next time I'm on. But, exciting, exciting. you know, their fan favorites are, you know, anyone who is doing really well, but also that <laughs> has that relationship with the community. Absolutely. Um, you know, long tenured white caps, always fan favorites. Um, we've got, you know, Jonna Curtis, who's been exceptional since she's joined the the league or the federation now and um you know we brought nicole shamel back this year she played with us a couple couple years ago and then last year uh was with the pwhpa and now she's back with us and we're super excited to have her and you know Haley mack last year had a great breakout season her rookie season so i think i would watch for her to maybe you know score score some more goals and just kind of build on you know the short experience that she had uh, playing for the Whitecaps and now she'll get a taste of what a full season is like. I think my favorites are the alleys, the Morris and Thunstrom. Yep, yeah, they're always the the fan favorites. I think of you know they've got such a good social media presence and then they're great on the ice and very personable and just overall great people. So for sure. So we know there's some, you know, Olympic hopefuls on the men's side. Are there any Whitecaps that have their eyes set for maybe taking a shot at, you know, an Olympic team for women's hockey this year? Uh, this year, I think, you know, the women's team for the Olympics is already set. I know that they've uh, got their residency set up now for, you know, Beijing coming up here in 2022. But, you know, that's not to say that in the future there might not be for the next round of Winter Olympics, but I think for this year we'll we'll be cheering hard for the women to bring home a gold and you know doing our best to support as we can at, at the team level of Absolutely. you know the the women that are representing the country. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, um, and then you alluded to this earlier, but um, you can watch. Is it every game that will be available to watch this year on ESPN Plus? Yes. Yeah, so in the United States, you awesome. know, obviously because we have some international fans, but. In the United States, you can watch all Whitecaps games and all PHF games all season long on ESPN Plus, which is great because then you can also catch, you know, the Wild when they're on ESPN Plus or any other hockey that you would hope to watch. Even more reason to pick up ESPN Plus. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, just bundle it with you know Disney and Hulu if you don't yep. already do that. Yep, that's what I do. Right. And then, um, if you haven't heard either, Alexis Pearson, uh, co-host of the Bar Down Beauties, I believe will be doing play-by-play for a lot of those games as well too, which is another really cool local connection um, as well, which is awesome. So, yeah, I remember yeah, her Alexis calling the champ. Great. Yeah, I remember her calling the championship game when we won. Yeah, she's she's been around uh, the Whitecaps for some time now, and it's super exciting to know that she's going to be on the play-by-play this season and. Um, you know, she's been such a huge part of the Whitecaps, you know, the voice behind the team in terms of, you know, what is fan facing and to have her back is, is really exciting. Pump, pump for that. There's so many reasons to follow the Whitecaps. I don't know how many more we can give you. Um, (laughs) so I I guess I'll kind of leave it there. Is there anything else that you want to tell, um, the listeners, the, you know, new fans kind of about the Whitecaps or things they need to know? Um, to dive headfirst into into Whitecaps fandom this year? Um, I would say, you know, for sure, follow the the team on social media. I think it's, you know, across the board, MN Whitecaps. Um, our Instagram might be a little different, but 
overall you can search it there. And I think that's the best way to usually stay on top of what the team is, has going on. Um, obviously we want to see fans in the stands. So our home opener is November 20th and that'll also be against Boston. So we're playing away and then we're playing them at home. So starting off strong, you know, right away, getting that rivalry going. And um, we definitely want to pack the house here at Tria rink on November 20th for our home opener. So I would, you know, highly encourage fans to get tickets or season tickets, or we've got a flex plan that you can kind of pick and choose which games you want to go to. Um, we've got a couple cool things planned for this season. So, you know, definitely check us out, head to the Whitecaps website. Um, you can find it on all of our social medias. Awesome. Justin, anything you have itching to, to ask Sam before we uh, wrap it up here? Well, I think I, I basically asked uh, everything I can think of off the top of my head. Just really looking forward to having you on and, and continuing to follow the Whitecaps and, and grow the game and hopefully get to my first in-person game. That, that would be uh, something I'd, I'd love to do with the kids and the wife. Yeah, well, what what to pick a night, Justin. We can make it a whole – get your whole fan there. Zeke and I will come out. We'll get to a Whitecaps game. Yeah. Cheer them on. Um, well, I think that pretty much wraps up about what we've had for you, Sam. So – just wanted to thank you for, for coming on, for, for being a voice for the Whitecaps, for our listeners, and it's just really cool to get the inside you know the inside scoop. I mean, the assistant general manager, you can't get a whole lot more uh, inside the team than that, and to have you now as a part of the Wild, too, um, it, it's just really, really, really cool, and I think um, you know we're really looking forward to being able to have you on the show periodically here and, and keep us up to date on what's going on with the team and, and being able to add just another great voice uh, to our crew. So th- thanks a ton. Yeah, thank you guys. I mean, like I said before, this is such a cool opportunity and I'm super glad to be able to be a voice for the Whitecaps and help grow this team in the game and, you know, show fans kind of, you know, there's another elite hockey team in the state of hockey and, you know, can't get enough of that in Minnesota. So thank you guys for having me on and I'm super excited about this season and just chatting Whitecaps with you. Awesome. And if people want to check out Absolutely. just you, you, uh, you personally, where can they find you on, on the socials and everywhere? Yeah, just across the board, it's at Samantha U. Wren. Uh, I think there's an underscore at the end of it. So just across the board, Samantha U. Wren and, you know, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. But, yeah, definitely follow me if you want to know a lot about film and hockey, I guess. Perfect. Justin, remind uh, everyone where they can find you and all your work. You can find me at DEs2004. You can find me at Kaprizov C with the Kaprizov Countdown. And you can find me at MNW Prospects with Wild Prospects and Young Players. All right. Zeke not with us today, but you can find him on Twitter at ZB underscore Wild Nation. He is now also writing over at 10K Rinks, so be sure to check him out there as well. I believe his first article will be dropping, I think, later this week. Uh, so be sure to check out Zeke, the 10K Takes folks, uh, all them over there, our friends Tony, Joe, Aaron, everyone else on that squad. Um, and then as always, you can find me on Twitter at B underscore Marsh 92. Be sure you are following the podcast account as well, at Sound the Foghorn, all one word. We're both on Twitter and Instagram. The Wild came off a 3-2 win in Vancouver last night. They head to Seattle, hopefully play tomorrow night amidst a, a mild COVID outbreak. Sounds like they'll be good to play. Maybe a couple guys missing, but... Uh, We'll stay tuned to Russo for updates there. And uh, we will recap the uh, the weekend, the Thursday game. Uh, next Wednesday um, will be our new recording date, remember? So you'll find that in your feeds early Thursday morning. But until then, this has been another episode of Sound the Box.